0: Jamal Emers, I appreciate the time man uh get you on the show before you make your big promotional debut on March 7th. A little over a week ago, you put up the post saying that you got your contract. Take me through what exactly happened.
1: Well um well that Monday actually I got a call from my, my manager. Uh, he uh FaceTime me. Usually don't FaceTime me, To call me like a regular phone call or text me. And, like, I thought that was weird. So I was like, okay, why is he FaceTiming me? So I, I thought about it. I was like, should I even answer this? But I ended up answering it. And, like, he was on the phone and he was like, hey, you, you busy March 7th? I'm like, no. He was like, what's up? And he's like, the UFC wants you to fight March 7. I was like, okay, let's do it. I'm ready. So that's, that's how it happened.
0: No, you didn't even know the name, nothing. It was just like, it doesn't matter. Like, give me my but chance.
1: Yeah, it didn't matter. I didn't care who it was. I didn't I don't I didn't even care what weight class it was. I just I'm just ready to go.
0: Your last fight, man, less than a month ago, were you training immediately after that? Just staying ready, being ready, waiting for your opportunity to come?
1: Yeah, um I took a little break and got right back into training, you know, like how I usually do. You know, I let my body heal a little and I hop back hop right back into training. You know, I I take it a little slower, but considering i'm fighting for the ufc i just went right back into camp full speed
0: all right let's jump back to summer of 2018 contender series you lose your fight in the second round you know a major bump in the road for in your career it turned all the way around man um after that fight i want to get into after that fight though what was the mind state like you know moving forward
1: um just i know picking myself back up like my my life has been like that you know just bumps in the road my whole life so it was was nothing new losing a fight is okay it happens everybody gotta lose sometimes so i figured like i'll pick myself up and just keep going you know like the journey not over so just keep on fighting
0: well after that four fights four finishes you're like a madman on a mission and uh what changed you know you said that it's just you know you know you've been through you know bumps in the road but some things must have changed what has changed for you
1: I think a little bit more maturity. That's what changed. Um, like every everything pretty much was the same. It's just me getting older. Um, you know, I'm thirty years old now, so like that that I think played a major part. Just maturing and you know experiencing life. That's I think that that's what made a uh, a difference in in my fighting.
0: Your opponent, um, Evloev. He's described as very efficient, you know. He's undefeated, so he must be efficient. Not the most exciting, kind of very opposite from what you're doing, what you have been doing lately. uh What is your breakdown of the Russian?
1: Um, just like you said, he is efficient. Um, but I see, I see certain holes in his game that I can exploit. You know, like it's on on his feet; he's still a little green. I can tell uh, from from a couple of his UFC fights, just watching. But I mean, I know it's gonna be a tough fight, you know. Like I know how I know how Russians get down. I've, I've trained with Russians before, so um, I mean, other than that, like I don't see too much of too much of me. Um, I mean, of a threat, honestly. Like just being honest, just from watching, like from just critiquing this game. Me being the veteran and the veteran that I am, I just see certain things, you know um but i know he's gonna be tough i know he's gonna be there to fight so i mean i'm not looking past this guy at all
0: when a fighter prepares you know they have camps and usually some guys have these long camps and and your camp this time around is a little bit shorter do you prefer the shorter camp or do you like having a longer time to prepare for opponent
1: um to me it don't really matter Mm -hmm. short camp long camp like like i said i'm I train year round. I don't just train when I have a fight, so I'm always in shape. So it, it really doesn't matter um how long the camp is.
0: Are you watching the the film on your opponent or are you just letting your uh your uh your coaches take care of all of that?
1: No, I'm I'm watching film also. Um like me and my coaches will watch film and we'll go and like bounce ideas off each other. See like we, we all see the exact same thing, so I mean, like, we just got to make – I just got to make sure I follow the game plan. That's it.
0: Are you also uh, – some fighters I talk to, they say, you know, I'm watching the film. I'm watching the interviews. I'm watching interviews from three years ago. I'm, you know, like, I'm going deep into my opponent. Is that – do you do that approach, or are you just like, okay, I'll watch the film, but I'm not really worried about what he's talking about?
1: Uh, I mean, sometimes I will, I will watch interviews every now and again, but not this time around. I'm just, like – breaking them down as as he fights you know just seeing what he does wrong what he does right that's that's about it i just gotta fight him i don't really care about like the interview point the interviews at this point no
0: your team you know your coaches that are around you that built you to who you are today who are they and uh what what do they bring each of your coaches to to your arsenal
1: um all my my coaches you know they have years of knowledge they probably got Maybe close to hundred years of knowledge combined. Um, my my head coach Jacob Bainey, out of Pinnacle. He's a jujitsu black belt. He's he trained UFC fighters. He's Bobby Green, one of his known, most most known fighters. Um, then we got um Brandon Hastings. He's uh my my stand co- well one of my stand up coaches. He's done karate since he was shit, like five six years old. I got another coach uh out in uh, LA on one of my striking coaches Rod he's been doing this since he was young too um and then uh Ben Jones at CSW uh I mean what what else can I say about the the guys at CSW you know they've been around forever so like I got a lot I got a, a lot of coaches with a knowledge with a lot of knowledge so I mean I just got to follow their lead just do whatever they tell me what they need me to do and just Stick to that.
0: Your tr- your sparring partners, your drilling partners, who have they been for the last couple camps?
1: Um, Darion Caldwell. Uh that's one of my main training partners. Mm-hmm. If you know, if you follow um wrestling in the States, uh yeah. national champ, uh former Bellator, uh, actually in the featherweight tournament now for a million dollars, uh, you know, high level wrestler. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm used to getting pushed by high level wrestlers. So like he's been ever since ever since i moved to california he's been like one of my main training partners um i got jacob rosales out of csw also uh jiu-jitsu black belt great catch wrestler um curtis melinder ufc vet that's another guy i train with a lot so like i got a lot of good bodies i can work with a lot of different types that can push me in different ways
0: caldwell going back to him you know his uh fight in the tournament when he faced off against uh abort and man that was just an just a phenomenal performance man it just showed you that he's actually elevating his skill set too by you know dominating that fight because i I think a lot of people underestimated him in that fight yeah going in
1: yeah Uh, most most definitely like Mm -hmm. i knew going in just helping them prepare for that fight i was like man he got this it's like i i was surprised he didn't didn't finish it a little sooner because knowing him he was like, in camp, he was just firing. I was like, oh, man, he's looking amazing in camp. But, I mean, he still got the job done regardless, so I'm proud of him.
0: Well, when your teammate goes out there, you know, a close sparring partner of yours, and does a a, a phenomenal job like that, it must add something to your, your confidence, right, moving forward? Yeah, most
1: definitely. You know, just knowing that I saw what he did, and I know I train with him every day, and I'm like, man, this dude's like one of like, one of the top guys in the world. And I get to, like, you know, be a part of his journey. He's a part of mine. Like, it's an amazing thing, you know. So, like, just seeing him win and, you know, move on in the tournament, like, it it boosts my confidence a little bit too, you know.
0: You you mentioned your head coach, jiu Black Belt. Then you mentioned one of your sparring partners who's into the catch wrestling. And and what, what, what differences do you see in those two different styles? Because a lot of people have arguments over that. Oh, like, I actually,
1: I like the catch wrestling. You know, it's more gritty. Like, it's just, like, how can I hurt this person? Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I kind of like that, you know? So, like, rolling with him, like, he'll use some of his catch stuff on me, and I'll be like, hey, you got to show me that. I like that. and He'll show me. So, like, I like I like that part of the game. It's more like a dirtier version of judicial, and I like it.
0: Your fight coming up, you know, UFC 248 what are you expecting out of yourself your what type of performance do you want to have in front of that you know massive crowd
1: um you know I'm always looking for the dub so mm-hmm. I like that that's that's my main objective um my last couple of fights haven't been boring, so I don't expect to be in a boring fight this fight uh but I mean we just have to see you know like they say Styles make fights i who knows I might have the rim, the 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 recipe for them we, we just never know, but
0: we'll find out soon. We might, we might see that catch wrestling, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, since, you know, you are a UFC featherweight now, Alex Volkanovsky is the, is the champ. He's the reigning champ. And uh, a lot of people are talking about who should he fight next? You know, I wanted to break, pick your brain about that. Should it be the rematch against Max Holloway? Or should maybe the Korean zombie get his chance? What do you think?
1: Um... I mean, I like to see the rematch. Just mm-hmm. the fact that Max what he did in the time that he had the belt is just it just seems right to just let him get the rematch, you know? Um the Korean zombie probably should get the next fight, but mm-hmm. I mean I'm just leaning towards Max is what he's done with his with the run that he had.
0: If you are in Volkanovski's spot what would you choose? Cause you're the champ, right? Of course, people say I'm the champ. I'll fight anybody, but come on, you know, you gotta I mean, make money too. Yeah,
1: I mean, but like the champ don't have to call nobody out. The champ got the yeah. target on his back. Everybody want to be the champ, so like all he gotta do is sit there and wait. Like that's he's he's on the he's on the throne now, you know. So if I was him, I'll just you know I let I let the UFC deal with that. That's, mm-hmm. He just gotta he just gotta fight. He just gotta show up.
0: Yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, when you're negotiating, it's a different story, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, one last thing before I let you go. You know, there's so many different types of individuals in combat sports, and you are different from everybody else. When you look at it, you know, there's some, most of the time there's only two types. There's the martial artist. Let me say refrain, and or the prize fighter. Like, where do you put yourself?
1: Um. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a good question. I never really thought about that. I mean, I understand that at the end of the day, it's a business. But at the same time, I I like I like martial arts as a whole. You know, like not just like one type. I just like like it as a whole. So I I probably couldn't put myself in a box. You know, like because I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how to call that one. That's a that's a tough one right there.
0: All right, I might have to come back to that in the future. You know, after All you get right. a couple more fights and, and, and get, get those pockets full and see what <laughs> happens. <laughs> All right, man. Well, March 7th, UFC 248, Las Vegas, Nevada, USA. Jamal Emers makes his UFC debut, man. It sounds good to say. Thank you so much. Good luck on the fight. Good luck on your future. Good luck on everything else that you're doing in your life. And uh, we'll speak soon.
1: All right. Thank. Thanks for having me.